0: (laughs) welcome to the what even is podcast spooktacular for the month of october we'll be talking about all things mystical magical and just plain misunderstood and maybe even a little spooky i'm your host
1: sorry i had something in my throat i'm your host donna trung let's get started On this bonus episode, we're answering what even are your paranormal experiences with What Even Is listeners and myself where we tell our paranormal experiences.
2: Hi, my name is Tina and this is my paranormal experience. This happened when I was a kid My family and I took a trip to Vietnam to visit my dad's side of the family. We ended up staying at our family's house. We shared a bed, a prince's bed. It had like sheer drapings around it. I think it was for mosquitoes or something. And the way the room was set up is that the door, the doorway... It actually didn't have a door. It was just a doorway on the right side of the bed. And I remember everybody being asleep. And I was the only one that was awake. Uh, I saw something from the corner of my right. eye. walked past the doorway. And I just wanted to see what it was, you know. So I kind of just turned my head a little. And all of a sudden, this figure kind of like zigzagged its way to the bed. And that's when I kind of freaked out. I was like, Nope. I'm not trying to see whatever this is come up to the bed. So I closed my eyes and I was like, let me just straighten out my body and then just stare up. And that's when I saw the figure like just floating on top of the bed. It was like a womanly figure and she had her eyes open and her mouth open. And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. And I ended up praying to Buddha like the whole entire night until I fell asleep. My name is Donna and this is my paranormal
1: experience. After the interview with paranormal new england i sent a thank you email asking for each of their addresses because i usually send physical thank you notes to all of my guests after and um scott bear if you listen to the episode what even are paranormal investigators part two with paranormal new england he sent me his address and he was like oh hey so i actually picked something up on my psychic side um let me know if you would want to hear what i have what i saw or whatever and i was just like yeah of course so he doesn't respond, but I figured he was like busy or something. So I actually had to email them again to confirm like their intros and the outros and stuff. So then I emailed him again being like, Hey, like, can you actually tell me what you saw or whatever? And he was just like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I thought I told you, but I basically saw like a woman like in and out of view of the camera and where I record I keep the door closed so I know that no one came in because I could hear the door open if someone came in when I was recording no one was home at the time so no one was home and he was just like yeah so I saw this lady with dark hair come in and out of view of the camera just like coming back and forth like looking into the camera wondering like what's happening I had a sense that it's like a grandma does that make sense because she didn't look like really old But she was older and then I look at the picture of my grandma in the hallway and I was like um it could be her but I'm not 100% sure when she died because she died when I was really young and he was just like oh yeah like if you would want to know more like we could talk anytime and then I was just like no it's okay like I'm kind of freaked out by the visual of someone walking behind me without me knowing and so he says like oh if it makes you feel better I just get a sense that she just comes in and checks in how you are every so often and if anything he she just looks like really curious like what's happening like what's going on right now but later i check the video because it's a zoom call so everything's like recorded and i usually put the video on when i talk to guests just because it makes it easier for like talking and conversation and i did not see anything in the camera like at all it was just me in the room
0: hello my name is sam this is my paranormal experience i guess it started in childhood so it's like it all centers around my childhood house. I We had a different house, but I moved to the, I don't want to say haunted house, but it was, it was called the possessed house uh, after I turned two. My parents bought the house in, at, in the year 95, 1995 from an elderly couple. At a young age, kids are more prone to see these things. Yeah, So I think I was one of those kids. I didn't see, but was like, I played by myself a lot. Very imaginative, you know? I would play with toys and things, like talk to myself. I would make my own figurines because we we're poor, you know? I'm having a blast, you know? But then as years go on and I got out of that phase, I started noticing things. You know when you, like, walk really quickly and you have to take a double take in the corner of your eye? That happened so frequently at the house. A crazy amount of time frequently. I thought it was just, like, me kind of crazy. Or just, yeah, just seeing things. Or just, like, my hyper-imaginative mind. And my mom would brush off and say, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. It's, it's nothing crazy. So I think it just got more and more intense, but like it spread out. I was like, there was time frame, so I would stop for like months, not notice anything. And then it just got more intense. So I just started hearing things. My room was like right next to the attic. I was just like, you hear like steps or like, you know, when something creaks, but you need pressure to make that creak. There's no way gonna creak by itself. Hell no. So it's like someone walking up this the stairs or down the stairs. And my parents, the logical type said, it was just the wind. What the hell are you talking about? Clear as day out there. There ain't no wind. Cause them saying that I I make myself believe like it's nothing it's nothing it's nothing. It's not until like I had friends sleep over and they started feeling kind of weird. One of my closest friends since first grade, he kept like he slept over to help us shuffle the next day, and he never stepped foot. Like he would step to the yard, but like never step foot again. He said it just felt a weird vibe. Middle school, early high school, yeah, around this age. And Then I think my sister started playing the Ouija board. The things got more intense. I've had recurring dreams of being chased. It's always five figures. Five or six figures. The one like that gets me is a shadowy figure every single time. I don't know what it is or it's whatever. Maybe it's the same one as at the house. So that started happening and then I started getting night tremors. And uh was it sleep paralysis? The night tremors are when I when I get it, I get it bad. So my whole body's shaking. The beds feel like it feels like it's maybe I'm levitating. Maybe I'm levitating not even realizing it, but that's what it feels like. The whole, my chest is beating fast. I can't move. I'm looking around. It's always around two or three. And I would look at the corner of the room and just like, I don't know if I've seen the shadowy figure or I'm just imagining it, but I'm seeing something. And when I asked my mom about it, she said, it's nothing. It's it's okay. It's nothing. But when I actually confront her about spirits and stuff like that, she kind of said, oh, there's three women protecting the house. Three women protecting the house. I'm like, okay, but I don't really feel three women, I feel one strong presence. And that one strong presence is always like, it looks like a male figure, kind of. The attic is, I think is the most active because there's blood on the, the walls of the stairs. It looks like blood marks. Because it's not red paint, because like red paint stays red paint. Like blood when it stains it like goes more maroonish and it like dies out like I could like I said, I could you imagine it, but like it's I think it's blood. And my father and I went up in the attic and just cleaned it out. We broke down a wall, like a you call that, like crawl space. And we found when we broke it through, it was like, What the hell is all this? And it was just like old photos, like from like early nineteen hundreds. And I I, I don't th- I don't think anything of it. He didn't think any of it and we just threw it out. And I didn't make the connection. Maybe it's one of them messing with me. Then backstep, talking about my trip from Vietnam, which I think kind of cemented there's something at the house. So my father and I went to Vietnam. Of course, it would be my father and I we're the one that threw those paintings out. We went to like a, a month trip to Vietnam because he wanted to uh, visit his other kids. He stayed at my half sister's house, and right next door is her mom, which was my dad's ex wife. And he gave me a little warning. And when my dad's giving a little warning, he means it. Um, he said never step foot over there. And I never thought of it, you know. It is a language barrier, so whatever he said, I probably half listened to it. And like, yeah, 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 whatever, dad, whatever. And one day he came over and just said, "Hey, come over, come over." I'm a little freshman, not think of anything. So I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll come over." What's weird was like my my half sister was like, "Yeah, it's fine. It's her mom. She's not gonna say no." And I went over there, and she gave me tea and cookies. And, and I was just talking to her. I was just nodding my head, yes. Because her first language is, uh, is, Viet. So, yeah, first language was, wasn't was Khmer. So, like, if her first language was Khmer, my first language was Khmer, and that's the only common language, it's going to be something misinterpreted, especially from my end. So, she, I I maybe she said something, or and I agreed to something. I don't know. Oh, I think I remember. She's, like, saying, like, hey, take this. Make sure you tell your mom or something like that. So, and I, I agree. He said, yeah, sure. You're like, you're a kid. You're like, you, this is an adult. You trust the adults. And I remember my dad just say, hey, what the hell are you doing? Or Come over back to over here. Come over, over here. She said, oh, she might be a witch or something like that. I'm like, she didn't look like a witch to me. But witches could be anything, I guess. It happened to be like a week before we left Vietnam. And then my dad just started getting sick out of nowhere. But he is prone to getting sick, though. So, like, I didn't think much of it. Because he probably gets randomly sick now. But, like, it was, like, pretty bad. And we went back to the States a week before high school started and then his sickness got pretty bad where he he was off to the hospital for a good two weeks and i didn't get sick but i started like seeing things more intensely at the house where that shadowy figure became like more reality there was times where um i was left alone to watch house because everyone else was going to see my dad and I i remember this and i freaked the shit out uh we have a dog we had a dog and he has a, like a, multiple balls, you know? But he's just, he's like right next to me. I'm downstairs. There's, there's no way, no way in hell I'll be upstairs by myself. Hell no. Never be upstairs by myself. It's more likely to happen upstairs because it's like, I think the attic's the center of all of it. Where like where we found the photos. So, you know, just me, scared, sh- you know, scared as shit, just staying downstairs. I still do to this day if I'm by myself. I turn on the lights, all the lights on and have t- the TV blast. Just a distraction. Pugsley's next to me. And I hear a ball drop upstairs. A fucking ball, like, drop, like, boom, 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 boom. And the first thing I do is I scream, hey, who's there? No one answers. Hey, who's there? No one answers. It was literally just me. I don't know if it's two days or a day has passed. It was, like, at night. My aunt picked up my mom and my brother to go see my dad. I think my sister was working. That night, I saw that shadowy figure. I was in the living room with the light on. I looked at the kitchen with the light on, and I see it. See the shadowy figure. And I called my mom crying call My aunt crying, and my aunt is a superstitious one, she's hella superstitious. I remember her like caressing me, like saying, Everything's crazy, everything's okay, everything's okay. At this point, my dad's still at the hospital, and they brought me to the hospital to go to the psych ward. And they're like, Oh, well, I remember seeing that little detail of paranormal. I'm like, I'm like, damn, they probably think I'm fucking crazy right now. I don't think I'm crazy right now, just seeing that shadowy figure where I see my dreams, or like, I double take all the time. I was like, I, I was going crazy. The doctor's looking at me funny, and like, that's when I shut down, like, fuck it just let me not do this. It's, it's easier for me. Me, just keep in. That's when I got blessed for the first time. When you get um, blessed in a Khmer temple, they do a ceremony, then they dump, I guess, their version of holy water. And then after that, they tie a string bracelet around you. I remember just like, okay, I feel so much better. I feel so much better. And then the bracelet broke and I started feeling things. So, like, the first bracelet and just like, okay, nothing's going on. Nothing's wrong. I'm fine. Maybe a few weeks, a few months later, I don't know. I can't re- recollect the timeline. I remember my sisters came back in town. My sister. And she started living with us. And I had the most intense dream where I got out of a different, a bigger room, not the one near the attic, but it was near the attic where I saw a head floating in the doorway and like it's hanging by the hairs and it turns to me. And I was like, holy shit, what the hell is going on? I remember turning my head and just like, I, I, I'm not confirming it, but it looked exactly like my sister who just came back. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I did not sleep the rest of the night. I told my mom about it. She's like, don't worry about it. It's nothing. It's nothing. Night tremors got worse. Then I got this bracelet. This is the current one I have right now. I felt better, but I had the most trouble sleeping by myself just because I'm afraid of like what happens if I close my eyes. Or like if I do get night tremors and I wake up, what if I get stuck in there? Like I still get creeped out of the house. I'll go visit. It's fine during the day i guess one of our nephews we all say his nephew i'm family now right even before driving up into the driveway he said why is the house so dark jonah and i are more alike than we think when as a child he talks himself he plays by himself and like he lives by his own rules when we pulled up to the house it was just that day i don't know why that day he says dark and i was like it's not dark i was like during the day because i was picking up egg rolls for housewarming that's what I was doing. I was picking up egg rolls for the house for him for this house right here. And he, he came along with me and I pulled him into the, into the back entryway, which leads to the stairs, to upstairs. And he said, he just, it felt like he just started crying. Like he didn't start crying, but he just felt uncomfortable. And he's like, can we get out? Can we get out? So I was like, okay, fine. It's fine. fine. Let me just grab the egg room and go. So I think common denominator is just the house. Even maybe if uh, my dad's ex-wife cursed me, but if I went somewhere else, it wouldn't be as intense. So yeah, this is my paranormal experience.
3: Hi, I'm Susanna, and this is my paranormal experience. So when I was a kid, maybe around eight or nine years old, it was just like any other normal night. I was trying to go to sleep, and I was like tossing and turning, but I definitely wasn't asleep because I've always had issues falling asleep and, you know, my whole life, you know, anxiety, you're up, you're up late. And I was tossing and turning, and I was facing the wall, And I felt something kind of enter the room and I did feel something then sit down on the edge of my bed and I hadn't turned around yet. But in my head, I was like, this can't be my mom or my dad or my brothers because they don't care. (laughs) They're not going to do that. We're not that kind of family. I'm not about to get a bedtime story right now. And then the presence I felt was like kind of just gently rubbing my legs, not in a weird way. It was comforting, like like a parent would do. And when I turned, it was like a shadowy that I could slightly see, definitely sort of like a vision of an older woman with a bun and an apron on. So she looked old fashioned, like old timey for me at that age. And then when I turned all the way around, she was gone. And I remember just not even being scared. I just went to sleep so then I woke up and I was like, huh, I wonder if that was a dream, whatever. And I ended up telling my mom about it. I was like, yeah, some lady came in last night. I don't know if it was a dream or what. And then my mom said, oh, hmm, that could have actually been your great, great grandmother. And I was like, huh, how could, what do you mean that could have been? That's, that's weird. Why would she come and visit me right now? That's very odd. And then my mom continued to say, well, when Nana and Grampy were first married, and this would be my Grampy's like grandmother. So they moved to their new house and they were a young married couple and my nana got a phone call. And my Grampy was at work from a lady that said, Um, do you know a, a Susan Inter last name here? And my nana said, Oh, that was my um husband's grandmother, but she has passed away, obviously, you know, very old lady. And she said, Oh, because did you live at this address? Um, this is why I'm calling. And she said, oh, that was their house. Why? Do you do you have a connection to her? Do you know his parents? Like, what's going on? She was like, no, we just moved into this place where they all used to live. And my little daughter, who's about four or five, she uh, is seeing a woman named Susan come into her room every night. And she says she's nice and just hangs out with her. Nothing bad, nothing scary. But I was wondering if there was anyone named Susan that lived here, anyone in the family, because I can only see a couple of the names on the, like the information she got. And so my Nana freaked out and she told my Grampy, of course. And so they just kind of concluded that it was maybe her spirit there, just checking in on whoever was living there at the time. So my mom went, maybe she felt like she needed to come see you, make sure you were okay, because you're also a little girl. And uh, that's, that's basically the story.
1: Thank you again for listening. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who will like it too. And please rate, review, and follow this podcast. Oh, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the What Even Is Podcast so you can tell us a topic that makes you wonder what even is that?